Listen up, Swampies. Zach here. This week, we're introducing a Blu-ray giveaway. All you have to do is share a podcast on social media. Share this or your favorite Cinema Swamp episode with a link on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Use the hashtag BewareTheCinemaSwamp. Whoever shares the podcast will be entered into a drawing and win a Blu-ray specially recommended to you by the Cinema Swamp cast. Thanks for playing, and good luck, Swampsters. And now, back to the show. Welcome to the Cinema Swamp, a podcast where friends, enemies, and Minnesotans argue about movies. In this episode, a great debate is featured deep in the Cinema Swamp. Trailers. Do trailers ruin your movie-going experience? Or are they a necessity in our film culture? Hunter holds the unpopular opinion that trailers should be generally avoided, while Justin and Zach defend the popular opinion trailers are totally fine as they are. While exploring the cinema swamp, beware of minor spoilers for Black Panther, First Reformed, District 9, Cloverfield, Star Wars The Force Awakens, and beware of major spoilers for The Cleanse, Rogue One, and Spider-Man Homecoming. Well guys, we're here with episode 10 of Cinema Swamp, we made it to double digits. Woo! Ow! Yeah. Pretty freaking uh, awesome. Come on. Celebrate, celebration. Do you know the song? That's all they say throughout the whole song. They just say celebrate, right? Celebrate good times. Come on. Everyone around the world, come on. Are we keeping that? Yeah. All right, I guess we're keeping this. (laughs) We're celebrating. Uh, Today is episode 10. We got... uh, Myself, uh, Hunter, and uh, my wonderful co-host. This is Justin on the mic. And then our favorite esteemed guest, or half-favorite, because Chloe's the other half. Um, <laughs> you want to say your name? Oh, uh, it's Zach. Happy to be here. Hi, hi Zach. We're happy that you're here. Yeah, you better um, be happy to be here. Today, we have quite the episode. Um, uh, some people um, really, really, really love their trailers. They love watching trailers all the time they binge them on youtube um they watch them before you know your movie you pay for a movie and you want your your money's worth and so you watch every trailer before a movie you know um some people don't and today this podcast is all about that it's it's a debate of sorts this is you know court is in session for cinema everywhere um and uh, but before we get into all that we're going to get into the last movie on Earth, um, this little game that we invented that's a total buttload of fun. Uh, basically, we go around the circle, and everyone kind of says the last movie that they've seen, but they um, give a description of it based off of Netflix, Letterboxd, or IMDb, and uh, we try and guess what movie it is, and there's points awarded for whoever guesses or doesn't guess, and then we keep a score throughout every episode so justin do you have that score available for us i do you know what but it's not uh, that was not uh, okay. gotta get to the other side of the room nice. <laughs> if i remember right i'm destroying in this department <laughs> and i don't think that we gave a score total at the end i think i forgot to ask for a total at the end of yeah the well you know on the last okay. episode you said you weren't going to explain the rules again yep and you just did i decided not to because i did it in like 10 be, seconds uh... time, so <laughs> nailed it on the head here we go Hunter, we'll do yours last. Uh, yeah, do my <laughs> Justin's got three. Zach's got four. Chloe's got six. 
And Hunter, of course, has eight <clears throat> points in total. Because of that luxurious rule he made for himself. <laughs> Again, Zach has a star. Oh, yeah, you, I forgot. You can always knock it, but yeah, <laughs> Zach has how many points in a star? We have people with zero oh, yeah. points, but I won't bring them up. Just <laughs> have this crash hunt. Let's so jump back on. We, we can come up with like a handicap system for the people who aren't on as often. No. <laughs> no more they just have to try one harder point. when they do it's come on. One point for not being <laughs> real good. Um, who wants to start last movie on Earth? Well, I'll give it a try. Nice. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take the punch. Go, girl. I'm going to get going. Here we go. I almost said just the title. <laughs> I was like, oh, never mind. Uh, a pastor of a small church in upstate New York starts to spiral out of control after a soul-shaken encounter with an unstable environmental activist and his pregnant wife. Ooh, doggy. Was that a hint? What do you mean that was a hint? Saying who doggy? <laughs> that was not a hint. <laughs> that was Could you Happy. repeat I it? Tricked you. Okay. Um, a pastor of a small church in an upstate New York. In upstate New York, mm-hmm. starts to spiral out of control after a soul-shaking encounter with an unstable environmental activist and his pregnant wife. This is a film from. 2017, but I know for a fact it did not get a wide release until 2018. Hmm. It's directed by Paul Schrader. The main actor is Ethan Hawke. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Dang. I wow. think I saw this maybe like, at Walmart. Like, on DVD rack. I don't know. You might have. It's pretty recent. Dang. It was one of the ones I skipped out on, so I decided uh, to finally watch it. I thought that would be it, because I remember his... I remember the cover of it. I kept getting it mixed up with Hereditary, but it's not that. It looks similar, and it's by the same studio. Does it rhyme with Hereditary? <laughs> <laughs> the title of the film is Predator. <laughs> Secret Predator sequel? Secret. Oh, man. Do you have any guesses, Zach? I have no idea. <laughs> I know it. That's so stupid. The only Ethan Hawke movie that coming to my mind is Daybreakers, which is totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. I quite a few Ethan Hawke movies, but... The man who wrote this film and directed it also wrote Taxi Driver. Ooh. There's a lot of similar beats to Taxi Driver. Do you have any guesses? As soon as you say it, I'm gonna be mad, but yeah, I have no guesses. No, no idea. Ha! <laughs> I finally did it! No! <laughs> <laughs> The title of the film is First Reformed. Oh, yeah. The, yeah uh, that's it. That's 2018. Funny. Well, 2017. Wide release 2018 film uh, that I didn't hear really much about except it was at Zinema. Mm-hmm. And I finally watched it. It was weird. Was it good? It was, yeah. It was It was good. Um, I didn't love it like everybody else apparently did. Mm-hmm. The small majority. Well, small minority. What am I saying? Small minority of people that saw it seemed to love it. And has some interesting things to talk about. Cedric the Entertainer is in it, and in, in like a serious role as a pastor, huh. which was different. Wow. Uh, the film was shot in, um, you know, we call it the full screen format, but basically like a square, you know, old school mm-hmm. aspect yeah. ratio, like 137 by 1, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. I thought there was something wrong with my DVD at first, and uh, 
it it's just it's a weird movie. I mean, it's a movie about a guy kind of having a weird awakening almost, mm-hmm. and he's kind of coming to terms with how to handle that. He's a <laughs> pastor, but he also has like so he has to hold up to the church's beliefs, but he also has his own beliefs, and he's it's kind of a weird crisis movie. Mm-hmm. And I say it's like Taxi Driver in that the character, which is really well written, the main character, just is constantly making really quick-paced decisions, and any one of them could lead him in one direction. And it's for the simple reason that one thing gets in the way, and his whole trajectory and like life changes in like a minute. And you're like, oh my mm-hmm. god, he was about to just... <laughs> do this but he literally stopped and did this instead and it's like i haven't seen a movie like that since taxi driver and then i looked it up and he literally wrote taxi driver and i was like oh wow. that makes sense so yeah. it's very similar it was it was it was uh, i like movies like that yeah i like ethan <clears throat> hawk a lot i think the last thing i saw was the magnificent seven with him in it yeah i don't know if he's done anything since then i never yeah, finished um, that movie he's in a movie right now it's uh called it's at lakes 10 Juliet Naked. That's all oh. I heard about it. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to see a movie of, where Juliet is naked. <laughs> I barely know Juliet. <laughs> cool. What was your rating out of five? Oh, I'd give it um, three and a half. Three and a half? Three and a half out of five. Nice. It's the same score I gave The Bad Samaritan, which was actually a more enjoyable movie, but mm-hmm. not as good, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> three and a half for me is, I mean, that's above average like way above average that's the know? lazy score I give to every movie that I'm like yeah for me <laughs> my, my laziest score is probably a three yeah it has to be like insanely average for it to get a like two and a half but three and a half is like yeah it's above average I, I definitely like appreciate it but it's not a four star movie you know <laughs> but yeah you wanna go next Zach sure yeah um nice. alright so the only reason why I watched this movie is cause I saw the trailer like oh. just randomly one oh. like one day on YouTube. So uh the story of a heartbroken man who attends a spiritual retreat only to discover that the course the course is oh shoot. Cut that. <laughs> <clears throat> the story of a heartbroken man who attends a spiritual retreat only to discover that the course releases more than everyday toxins and traumatic experiences. Everyday toxins. Mm-hmm. What year is this film? Twenty sixteen. I don't think I got it. It didn't get away release. Could you use the title in a sentence? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, again? say it again. Like, <clears throat> one more time. The story of a heartbroken man who attends a spiritual retreat only to discover that the course releases more than everyday toxins and traumatic experiences the lobster no okay. oh, 2016 huh yeah. uh, um, directed by Bobby Miller who's the main actor uh, Johnny Galecki of uh, Big Bang Theory fame okay Leonard yeah, I, I know him, but I'm never gonna get this. I'm uh, need, yeah. I wouldn't have watched this unless I saw the trailer. So it's kind of. Fits I don't know, the, is it a horror movie? It's not really. Okay. I mean, it. Well, I have no it idea. It kind of. I don't know. It's hard. Kind of is, kind of isn't. It's not scary at all, but it. I think it was trying a little bit. It was trying. 
What was that movie where all those hippies like went out to that like retreat and they would just basically do it with one another? And Is that I thought, couples retreat? Well, no, not no, couples, it's not retreat, couples but retreat. But it had it had like Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd in it. You know oh. what I'm thinking? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know the movie, was, but like uh, I don't know the title. It has Jordan Peele in it. Yeah. <laughs> That was, no. I'll figure that one out later, yeah, but yeah. that's what I was thinking of. But what is it? All right, it's called The Cleanse. I never heard yeah, of that. Uh, yeah, so basically, he is a heartbroken man. He goes to this retreat, and it's like he has to drink these like juices to cleanse his body uh, before he can start like the spiritual whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he Black throws danger. up this little... like. Well, he throws up in the sink, and then something starts to, like, grow in the sink. Pipes? And, like, it's a little it's a little creature, and he, like, takes care of it. Like, yeah. Uh, like, every, everyone at this retreat has, like... Like, Stranger Things? Season 2? <sighs> Not really. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I liked about it was the practical effects. Nice. Uh, I gave it, like, a two-star rating, I think. It, it wasn't a good story, really. Meanwhile, I'm going to find the name of that Paul Rudd movie. Two Star, you said he gave it? Yeah. Oh, dang, that is a little... That is not a good movie. It wasn't very good. Hmm. Well. Never watch it again. Maybe I'll get to it someday. <laughs> maybe I won't. Should we do mine? Yes. I mean, if you want. <laughs> uh, I do want to. All right. While gathering evidence against his employer to help the FBI build a price-fixing case, Mark Whitaker begins to piece together a fantasy world. The beginning. <laughs> what was the beginning? Something While gathering bad. evidence against, <laughs> while gathering evidence against his employer to help the FBI build a price-fixing case, Mark Whitaker begins to piece together a fantasy world. What year? Two thousand nine. I gotta look up the director in case you ask. Begins to create fantasy world. Who's the main actor? Uh, I gotta give you the director first, bro. You know what? Maybe I wanna skip. <laughs> I don't need the director. <laughs> you could. Uh, the director, if you're interested, is Steven Soderbergh. Oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. sh- oh shoot. Oh, shoot is right. I mean, I kinda feel like I know his movies, but. Oh, shoot mm. is right, brother. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Who is the actor? You got nothing, Zach? Matt Damon. Really? The informant? Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Oh, it's the <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Justin's Woo! killing it. Well, I mean, I knew I knew Matt Damon. I I knew he was in movies. I, I kind of yeah, know he Matt is in movies. movies. It's true. I know I like I know Matt Damon's movies for some Downsizing? reason, but yeah. all that other stuff. Steven Soderbergh, I would never guess what movies he's done. Yeah. I think I've seen the informant, but barely mm-hmm. with like my parents. What would you think of it? It's good. It's weird. It. it like, it took me a while to really figure out what the movie was trying to do. And then it wasn't maybe until, like, the, I don't know, beginning of the third act where I'm like, okay, oh, okay, I see what I see what the director's trying to do to me. And I liked it. I liked it from the beginning, even though I didn't know what was going on for a while. Like, I think that's what the director's trying to do. He's trying to keep you, he's, he wants you to, he uses, like, the music to confuse you. It's really ironic. He uses like a lot of like banjo-y or like <laughs> like polka and like really weird really? like music to like it's not even to establish a comedic beat, but like it's so that you can't really set like you you can't find the tone being set. Mm. 
and that's what makes the movie enjoyable. So for me, it wasn't until the third act when I realized that's what the director was doing. So I was like, there's got to be a reason for this, and then I was like, oh, okay, that is the reason. It's just to confuse me. Um, so it's good. Does that like pull you out of the movie though? No, I'm very much in. I like I'd want to go back and rewatch it again soon, just so I can go into it knowing that and see if I missed anything. Okay. But it's good. Matt Damon is super interesting, like he always is, and um, the story is like I said because it's it's so it's not dynamic, but it's weird. So it feels dynamic, even though it really mm-hmm. isn't. It's a very straightforward story. Um, but yeah, he just uses these you know weird monologues with mandate with Matt Damon and then the music to throw you off like every five minutes sure. so it, it resets the tone and yeah I uh, liked it a lot how um, many stars do you give it I'd say probably still just three and a half which is my my slightly more than benefit of the doubt <laughs> you know <laughs> right. it didn't like wow me yeah. you know but I was like oh this is enjoyable you know I'm glad like this it, is a movie it might change if you watch it again Maybe, because it's still, like, I mean, it could have been maybe a higher quality movie, you know? Sure. Like, maybe if it it was done, you know, now, nine years later, you know, um, it could look, you know, like, like, I don't know if you guys saw, um, the, the big short. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking of, I think it could feel like the big short a little bit more. You could still do the same weird music and the, you know, do everything the exact same but it could be slightly more like a big short, like editing wise, and it could feel like it could be a four star movie, you know. So, yeah, it's not bad. I like it. A bunch of those <clears throat> movies from that time are confusing me because they all came out at like once, like Burn After Reading mm-hmm. and A Serious Man. Like all those mm-hmm. movies had like the same kind of like it's like a quirky movie about a business guy kind of feel to it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, and they all confused me and they all jumbled into one. And, yep. But I still remember them all. Yeah, this one, and then I got this one mixed up with Borat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got them those mixed up with, I think, Bernie. Oh, uh, yeah, with Jack Black. Black. And that's kind of the same, because isn't Informant, it's basically like a, it's like a businessman scheme, basically, right? Yeah. That's what, that's what yeah. Bernie's about. Basically, like the same yep, thing. Yep. <laughs> um... I get yeah, into so I just I just couldn't. But when I saw, I'm like, all right, I need to know what these movies are, and so that's why. And I like Matt Damon, so I know a whole lot about Steven Soderbergh. But yeah, I liked it. wasn't bad. Cool. I'll have to give it a chance again someday. You should. I think I watched it with my parents mm-hmm. in 2009. So like, <laughs> like 13 year old me probably. Like, yeah. <laughs> like trying to understand that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, it's it's just a weird time. Well, what's what's the uh, score up to? Yeah, so um, actually, Justin, Chloe, and Zach are all tied for six now. If you don't count that star, we count the star. <laughs> that was a hit. That, that's <laughs> Hunter is at eight, actually. Though. So, so you guys star are all tied for six. Nine, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. All right, cool. All right, well, let's get into today's episode. Um, today we are talking about movie trailers. What is good? What is wrong? The ins and outs, the pros and cons. Um, personally, I mean, well, here, I guess this episode would be really cool to set up as a debate of sorts, which looks like it's me against <laughs> Zach and Justin. <laughs> um, there was no mediator present because I couldn't find anyone who just doesn't care at all. Um, but uh, I will be representing the unpopular opinion 
that movie trailers are generally bad and not just in <laughs> poor quality, but uh, that they are wrong to watch. <laughs> that they are uh, close to a cinema sin, if, if ever there was one. Um, and uh, I'll try to be try to my best to defend my 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 lower ground, my low ground here. Um, and uh, representing the by far popular opinion will be Zach and Justin saying that movie trailers are good and that they love them. And well, 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 I mean, the, when, uh, they're into them. They're into them. Well, wait a minute. I don't like my opinion just being thrown out. There. Okay, well, <laughs> what better place to start? All right. Even though, yeah. Okay, you, you go. Swamp fight. No. <laughs> or should I provide some ground for you to come up against? What's the ground? I, I the high know, ground, just, just, I mean, I, it's all the kid. You do have the high ground, so if you would like to go first, you can. Well, I mean, my basic opinion about trailers is that they're absolutely fine, and that a lot of people, I think, really overblow the whole. Oh, they revealed the whole plot of the movie in the yeah. trailer. Now, I mean, there is a degree that I hate that because, like, for instance, <clears throat> Civil War. I got, I got. I was excited, and I was, of course, checking out the trailers, despite the fact that I will be seeing mm-hmm. the stupid movie. The good movie, my bad. But, yeah, stupid. <laughs> the best, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the second one came out, and then they got a show at the end. Oh, there's Spider-Man, and you're like... <sighs> I'm like, yeah, I expected that. I knew it was going to happen. Did I really want to see it already? Probably not. But, you know, there's stuff like that that yeah. happens. But overall, you know trailers for literally 80% of the movies out there, the best way to find out about them is through a trailer. Mm-hmm. But I have really relegated my whole trailer viewing to the movie theater since I go to so many now. I don't even see a point of trying to Search waste them out. my... Yeah, yeah, I don't have a point. Like, I'm, I'm subscribed to movie trailers or movie clips, trailers, whatever mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. channel is. <clears throat> and uh, I, I see a lot of trailers uh, mm-hmm. posted all the time, but I, a lot of them I just skip unless... There's a real thing that sticks out to me. Like, there was a trailer for a movie called Mid-90s. The thing that stuck out was directed by Jonah Hill. I'm like, I really? Would, I would love to know what he directed. It's a movie shot in, uh, like, kind of, well, in full screen. Kind of like mm-hmm. an old 90s, like, VHS tape. Mm-hmm. It takes place in the 90s. It's about skateboarders. Directed by Jonah Hill. And I'm like, this looks awesome. That's cool. Yeah. And it didn't reveal the whole plot, so I'm like, like that. Well, here, so this is... My my philosophy for my base philosophy is that I I do not watch trailers unless like it is like clearly for a movie that I would not have known about or seen or had any interest in beforehand. So like if I know I'm gonna watch a Marvel movie, like it's it's easy. I know I'm gonna be there, so I don't watch a teaser. I don't watch any trailer. If it's going to be a Star Wars movie, I'm going to be there. If it's going to be the new Indiana Jones movie, I'll be there. I don't need to DC watch a trailer. Movies? DC, because I just I hate them. <laughs> and I want a reason not to go to see them in the theater. I watch the trailer to, to, to dissuade me from going. Sorry, buddy. I'm dragging you no matter what. I know. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. But uh, for a movie like... Um, well, like you said, what's that one called? I, I know it in my head. I just can't mid-90s remember. or something? Yeah, mid-90s. It's just called mid-90s, yeah. That one I probably wouldn't have heard of because it's not a director that I follow on Twitter or anything. Jonah Hill? Yeah, Jonah <laughs> I don't follow him as, like, an actor either, I don't think. But, you know, like, I follow um, uh, Neil Blomkamp. 
you know, and I like hearing updates on what movies he might be doing, and he's going to be doing RoboCop, so as that becomes more of a thing, I'll probably unfollow him until RoboCop comes out, because I don't want him to spoil it. Just sounds like so much work. It is, but that's <laughs> what got me into movies, is I like, I like that active... It's like keeping up with a friend, you know? Yeah. There's like, and then unfriending him. You see their good parts and bad parts, you know? Yeah. And so, Neil Blomkamp, I gotta say goodbye for a time, you know? Same thing with Marvel. I follow Marvel Studios and Marvel Entertainment, and then and then I never follow the movie itself, but um, the actors that are in it that I follow, like Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. I unfollow him before, you know, at least, I don't know, eight months-ish before that movie comes out. Um, Instagram, I do the same thing, and I only, I really only follow stuff I'm genuinely interested in seeing in the first place. Um, but anyway, a movie like like mid '90s, you know, where I or um, trying to think of a movie, I Green Room. We watched Green Room the other day, and mm. that one I would not have found out unless I had watched it on YouTube first and just stumbled stumbled across it and checked it out. Yeah. And I was like, dang, I want to go see this movie so bad. And so I'm glad I watched it, you know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise I wouldn't have found out about it, wouldn't have seen it. Free Fire was the same way. Um, but for something that is, like, clearly I'm going to go see, Marvel is the big one. You know, yeah. Star Wars is probably, that was the first one I ever went, to, I call it movie pier, where I go into it without watching a trailer first. Um, and that totally changed my whole movie-going experience. But I do watch trailers, and even in the theater, I'll watch, you know, the trailers beforehand, unless, like, up until I know what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, recently, you know, we have The Predator coming out this weekend, right? So this weekend? Yeah. This weekend. Um, and that one I've been avoiding, like, the plague. And it's, <laughs> thank goodness, like, the trailer starts with, a tw- starts with 20th Century Fox panning, you know? And then it all of a sudden switches <laughs> to the heat vision yeah. of the 20th Century Fox logo, and I know to turn it off. And so I've been, you know, I've been, you know, swiping through Twitter, and I see something, and then all of a sudden, you know, I don't know what it is, and then it switches to heat vision. I know I can get out of it, and so I quick swipe away. <laughs> heat vision, heat vision. So, you know, that's that's the kind of thing that I, you know, I'm gonna go see the new Predator movie. I don't want to see a single thing about it, so that every single thing in the movie will be brand new to me. Mm-hmm. And I, it is not even kidding, revolutionized, revolutionized, revolutionized my movie going experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm better for it, I think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I don't want you guys to get me wrong. I do watch trailers, but only until I know what it is, you know. I definitely only, probably like 50% of the movies I watch, I don't watch anything about them beforehand. Mm-hmm. Even older stuff that I watch at home. But like, yeah, I if it's like a newer movie, some I do get too excited oftentimes. But I'll watch the first trailer, and then after that, it's not really me actively avoiding them as much as it's, I just, I don't know that there's more trailers released. Mm-hmm. I don't get too much into, like, the fandom, the online mm-hmm. hype of everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you said earlier, I don't know if you said on the podcast or before, but you were talking about Star Wars, how that one you, yeah. were, you were very devoted to. Force, walk, us, walk us through that. Well, Force Awakens, I mean, when that <laughs> came out. us on a journey. Force Awakens came out. I loved Star Wars as a kid. And, but you know, obviously the old trilogy, we didn't really get that. That's mostly mm-hmm. <laughs> relegated to DVD and VHS. 
And the idea of them making a seventh one was impossible. I'm like, it's never going to happen, and if it happens, I'm not going to like it that much because they're just going to do a different story. It's not... They will never bring Harrison Ford back. It is impossible. (laughs) And then out of nowhere, I don't know how, but they somehow made it possible. Disney... Disney has the power. They Disney, can do anything. Disney did good. <laughs> well, in that first teaser, which came out Thanksgiving, around that time, mm. the very first glimpse into anything Star Wars related in nearly, like, ten years, that little glimpse of, like, you know, Finn and BB-8 and Millennium Falcon, that got me hooked. So basically, any yeah. trailer that ever got released, it's crazy, actually, because when that final trailer came out, uh, the second it premiered on ESPN, mm-hmm. right after that, they were going to have tickets on sale. And I was at work at the time. So, you know, we have TVs at work, and I said, change it to ESPN, which it already was on, but I'm like, but if the Star Wars trailer starts playing, yell at me to come in here, because I'm going to watch it <laughs> in real time right now. <laughs> Thank God, like, someone actually did that for me, because they're like, new trailer's on, and I just ran over there and watched the trailer, because I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to see this like <laughs> even then already there were two trailers the one with like han and, and true oh we're home and they're like yeah. oh you know so mm-hmm. sad and saw that final trailer i i went because i lived in i lived 40 miles away at the time so i before going home i stopped at the mcdonald's got my laptop out and i bought tickets for the movie because <laughs> and, like even though the website was all crashed and everything mm-hmm. bought tickets for another theater which i ended up returning because i got tickets for the actual theater it's a whole thing that but like crazy it is like i was obsessed <laughs> so and, you i remember you telling me the story you actually did you bought tickets to two theaters yeah <laughs> to see well, the because the Star one works on opening night. Awesome. the one i thought was sold out because you know it kept saying won't work you can't buy tickets and i'm like did it really sell out and even though there were screenings for like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, I said, no. I'm like, I have to see the first showing of this <laughs> yeah. movie. I can't even wait an it's hour. True. I have to see the first showing. And not in 3D. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I bought tickets, actually, for Cloquet. And, because um, that site was working fine, because that's independently mm-hmm. owned and everything. So, they have mm-hmm. their own website. But then the next day, I went on the website again. There were still tickets. And that was before there were, um, you know seats before you could like mm-hmm. pick your seats yeah so that was a thing where you know in you canal just... park or are you talking about like, oh this fandango. was canal park yeah okay. and fandango and everything like when you before then though nowadays you could just pick the seats and everything mm-hmm. but this was before that so this was a <laughs> thing where like days <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like a long time ago now but like i uh, does, i remember i told everyone in my friend group who was coming i said we have to be there literally an hour before. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not joking. We have to be there an hour before. Otherwise, we will not get good seats. And, of course, most of them didn't show up. I had to save their seats. But we got them. Mm-hmm. Point is, though, I was so excited for this movie that I watched every single bit of trailer, of any clips that was... I watched the Japanese trailer, the mm-hmm. Korean trailer. Like, too. every yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Literally yeah. watched everything. And all my sister said to me the whole time, I, I, it was bad. Like, the night that movie came out, I had a astronomy test. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I did bad in that astronomy test. <laughs> like, it was a final, and I'm pretty sure it was because I was too excited for this movie. Yeah. Like, for your astronomy test, you're just writing those Star Wars quotes. Uh, literally, and like, and I, I was way too excited. I was like, I can't. Oh, it's easy, that's in the outer room. So, <laughs> did did all of that ruin your movie experience though? it didn't no i and that's the thing because like i'm not like that i'm not yeah. like oh everything was revealed to me well for one 
those trailers are well made. The Star like, I do have to give credit. I just watched the Rogue One and the Last Jedi trailer before this podcast, and they impressed me mm. of how. I mean, I watched the revised Rogue One trailer. Yeah. The original one, I got some discrepancies. But they still do piece together well where they don't give you too much of the story yeah. away. And I think that's, like, like they, they're good at, like, misleading you in the trailer itself, too. Yeah, but to a fault. So Rogue One, I did watch, that was before I gave up trailers, mm. and I, that was one of the last ones that I, that I watched for. Um, and that one gave, I, I remember seeing it quite a few times in the, the trailer. Yeah, and gave me the impression that um, Jin Urso, uh, like went to. Now I want to say the dark side, but like she joined the Empire. Mm-hmm. Oh, because of that one scene when she's like in. She, the... but not just how she turns, but uh, it's got the robot guy saying you'll become something else entirely. Oh yeah. And like, none of that dialogue was in the movie. Yeah. At all, all those scenes with him actually weren't even in the movie. I mean, they were different versions of the scenes with completely different dialogue that made his character uninteresting to me. Oh, you don't like K2SO? No, no, the robot. Oh, sorry, no, not the robot. I meant the the one who's played by Forrest Whitaker. Oh. Um, where he's half oh, robot, uh, basically. Yeah. I can't remember his, his terrorist name, but... Um, I'll, I'll remember. He was, in the, he was in the Clone Wars TV I loved K2SO, too. but yeah, him. He All of his scenes in the trailer seemed, made him seem super interesting, and then the movie comes around... Yeah, it was just completely part. misled. <laughs> it was like, why is he even here? This is dumb. You had potential. It, and then, yeah, of course, like, that that trailer was like every scene was just completely different dialogue. And some movies do that right and wrong, but mm-hmm. that's part of my argument to, to why trailers suck these days, because they put out a trailer a year ahead of time. Yeah. And they, they do it as soon as they get anything out of the first couple weeks of production, they throw it in there and call it good. <laughs> and then you get, you know... Trailers with Jin walking across this catwalk on this tower and a TIE fighter popping up. You know? Something that's like the coolest scene in a trailer I've probably ever seen. <laughs> and then happen. it doesn't happen in the movie and you're like pissed off. You're like, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, I, w- I came here for that. You know? Yeah. Or like and, the Infinity War trailer where they're all running like with Hulk and everyone. And that one, Wakanda, I didn't watch the happen. trailer for because I was oh. already deep into well, my, my trailer purity. That happened. Well, that's the thing. I, after <laughs> I see happen. a movie, I do go back and watch the trailer to see yeah. how it went. And that one, I had seen thumbnails for it. I'd, I'd mm-hmm. click on a site, and then that would be the banner for the website. It would be them charging with Hulk without, you know, a, yeah. it wouldn't be Bruce Banner, it'd be Hulk, and you'd see, I want to say you saw Spider-Man swinging around. Probably. Um, yeah. You know, and it's it is through the jungle, too, and I don't think mm. they ever ran through the jungle like that. It's only out in the no. open. <laughs> so, you know, it, it wasn't like... It was whatever. I figured, okay, there's going to be a fight scene, so I didn't study it. I didn't look at every character and was like, oh, this person's arm is different, or this whatever, you know. But uh, in general, like, I I, I can't remember the, the first movie. I tried to find the first movie that I didn't watch a trailer for. But I remember the movies that completely turned me off from it. I think it might have been Black Panther. That was the, wait, it might have been. For, not like, for me. Was it not? Oh. Oh no! I was. I've been doing this so for a remember, couple years already. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think. Maybe of a it was Civil War that like Civil War. completely like After turns that. me off from the movie though. Like, because I I usually just give the movie the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm too much of an optimist going into the theater most <laughs> yeah. times. Me too. But like, 
I don't know. I'm trying to think like a movie. I mean, for instance, this Venom movie. I will say like that really is like, what are they mm-hmm. doing? What are they doing with it's this flubber? <laughs> yeah, that flubber trailer was better. <laughs> it was, but like, it's even then, more interesting. <laughs> like, I guess even like kind of for a. I don't know. I'm maybe I'm getting to be a bit of an old timer here, but like that Grinch trailer that came out, mm. which really like I watched that and I was like, this does not look interesting it just seems like they completely got this whole thing wrong yeah. like that's not the grinch you know yeah. the newer one anyway yeah, yeah. but i'm like it's not this original story so that was one that kind of turned me off but like even then i'm like i'm gonna see the movie probably give it a chance and since it's illumination who they typically do a good job with their movies anyway like mm-hmm. i probably will end up liking it which, I mean, to an extent. I mean, I like that live-action yeah. one, too, and that even then I can say, well, yeah, but that's not really a great movie or a great representation of that story. The best one is still yeah. the classic, like, 30-minute one. But, yeah. like, I'm trying to think. Like, what's a trailer that really turned you off from the movie? Like, really, like, wow, that's... Like, this is going to be garbage? Yeah. Like, Venom wasn't a complete garbage for me like i didn't think it was gonna be complete garbage i guess i gotta think about well okay i will uh, say if that venom movie comes out and it's amazing yeah. that will surprise me a lot but i'm that mm-hmm. that trailer isn't like like completely like making me not want to see it or yeah. i don't think it's going to affect my viewing because i don't I, that doesn't really happen often with me but for a lot of people it does mm-hmm. it was close i think without going to movies like like for me like I see something like Daddy's Home too, and I'm like, yeah, I'll never <laughs> see that ever, yeah. you know. But then, um, for a movie where I, like, uh, oh no, I just lost it. I just had it in my mind. Um, oh yeah, uh, Shazam and Aquaman, <laughs> both of those trailers, I watched and I was so, just I mean like I already had doubts going into it, but I was like, you never know, okay. They've had a long time to brainstorm this Aquaman guy to make it good. Let's see what they have to offer. And, like, I was just blown away by how horrible everything looked to <laughs> me. In every respect of it, like, just... I mean, more so was Shazam, though. Shazam was worse. Way worse for me than Aquaman. Aquaman, <laughs> it's, they look, it might be, for me, on par with Fantastic Four, 20... 15 um or 2005 what? but <laughs> I, I like those ones more um but uh shazam looked like it can't even live up to that fantastic four 2015 <laughs> for me i forgot so. about that aquaman trailer because i just like i didn't see that on a big screen and perfect quality until well the meg came out mm-hmm. which had very similar effects because <laughs> I'm watching that, like, shark break through that glass, and I'm like, oh my god, this just does not look good. Mm -hmm. But it's another movie where it's like, it's a superhero movie. Those DC movies, when they kind of do their own thing, they turn out fine. I liked Man of Steel. I liked Wonder Woman. They turn Mm -hmm. out fine when they're on their own. Yeah, the first three had some pretty dang good, like, CG in the trailer and in the movie. Yeah, the effects, I mean, and that's the thing also, the effects typically aren't bad. I know people are going to say they're bad, but Mm -hmm. they're kind of... There's, like, a beauty to them. Like, you know it's CG, but it's still, like, good. It's, like, good, but, yeah. like, you can tell it's not real. But it's, like, it's comic books. At first like, it was very yeah. Zack Snyder, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Zack Snyder has, like, his own way of doing CG, and you can see that in the trailer. 
And then you get to, you know, Wonder Woman's slightly different, but still kind of held true to, like, the Wonder Woman scenes that you got. And then Suicide Squad was <laughs> completely, you know, almost unrelated absolutely to the other ones. It was a two-hour-long music video. Yeah, like, <laughs> just every every animation part was, like, you started seeing the sloppiness start to bleed through. And then Justice League was the was, most yeah, horrendous the pile worst. of crap I think I've ever seen. That was sloppy. But I thought the Aquaman trailer looked good. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I was, it got me excited for it. I don't know. I hope it's but better than it Justice He is my favorite DC. Yeah, to me, it looks sloppy. He's my favorite DC superhero. And that's fine. Love DC. Love him as, you know, if I love Daredevil. If they came with a Daredevil movie and it looked like the Aquaman trailer, I would be there just excited. <laughs> but I would go into it being like, that trailer was horrible. <laughs> Hopefully it's better than that. And so. I feel like Shazam is meant to look campy and tacky. I don't know. It, like it looked like they tried <laughs> to me. His outfit alone, like, I know what Shazam looks like. And like I'm that. Like, that's what you did, though. It just doesn't... It looks like they just but made it in a first like. grade classroom. That's what And they're like, yeah, like. put this on. And he's like, are you... Are really? <laughs> I'm getting paid for this, though, right? Like, you know... So yeah, I don't know. I just I'll be there. They have my money, but I did not. I I I watch trailers for big you know blockbuster movies that I need help getting excited for. So most of the Marvel movies, they don't need. I'll be there because I'm excited for it. But Venom was a superhero one that will be probably a big deal, and I had no hope for it other than Tom Hardy, you Mm -hmm. know. But I was like, all right, I'll I'll give the trailer a try, and it. The trailer's weird. doesn't look good. It looks, for some reason, better than Aquaman. <laughs> but, you know, that's just my personal thing about it. So so, so with my trailer viewing, like, I'll, I, I watch trailers usually for, like, nerdy, like, superhero, Star Wars, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's more for the speculation and, like, movie news, like, what's coming out. Or, like, yeah. what, like the news behind the scenes and, like, speculation of what could maybe, like, what could this mean? What could mm-hmm. this mean? Like little nitpicky Easter eggs in the trailers, and it just gets me more hyped and more into it. Yeah, and I, I remember before I gave up trailers, like me and you used to watch trailers and talk about them all the time and mm-hmm. have fan theories, and like that was like probably one of the closest parts of our friendship back in the day. You know, it was just talking about the new Ant Man and talking mm-hmm. about you know uh, what Civil War was going to be like in a couple yeah. of years when it come when it came out. You know, and and. Uh, yeah, I remember, that was a lot of fun. We read comics and stuff, and I loved... I, I worked at JJ's Coffee Shop, and yeah. I worked with a superhero nerd, a comic book nerd there, and me and him, all our entire shift would just talk about these comic movies coming out, what they're going to do, what they're going to do for Wonder Woman coming out, what are they going to do, you know, and these fan theories. We would talk about Suicide Squad for hours because we had so many fan theories about Suicide Squad. Yeah. And then it rolls around, and it just is a pile of garbage, you know? So... <laughs> I and when I was I've been thinking about it, I think the first movie that I went absolutely pure was Doctor Strange. Okay. It was after Civil War. It was after Batman vs Superman because Batman vs Superman was the one that completely ended it for me. Not the trailer itself, but because of watching the trailer so many times mm. and then seeing the movie. Yeah. That I was yeah. like, this is. I think I remember it being really a Marvel movie. That's why maybe it was. I thought it was Black Panther or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, now that I think about it, it was like Doctor yeah. Strange or something. Yeah. Because then I remember I definitely went pure for Guardians and Spider-Man. Hmm. And then everything this year. But, yeah, well, let's uh, 
for our first, I guess, trailer example, um, I'm going to show you guys the trailer 2 of Batman vs Superman, and you guys can listen to this <laughs> old music while I show these guys the, uh, the trailer. I got to pee first. All Go right. for it. Alright, so we just watched um, the Batman v Superman <laughs> Dawn of Justice trailer 2. The most so infamous. The second one to come out. So usually trailers, they have a teaser release, and they have one or two, you know, international trailer or something it'll be called. And now, recently, they've been showing a third or, like, say, final trailer. You know, they'll even let you know, all right, this is the last stuff we're giving you. Which is usually by then you've gotten the whole movie by the trailer three. <laughs> um, and case in point, we get the whole movie <laughs> by trailer two in Batman v Superman. <laughs> Um, this is literally the most infamous trailer for spoilers. Yeah, tell me what you guys think. Just going over the trailer, if you remember the beginning of the trailer up until the end. I uh, completely forgot about that trailer until watching it again, but mm -hmm. I now it's all flooding back. Though. <laughs> I mean, they all kind of blur together. But yeah, that, that one was bad. <laughs> I remember the reaction to yeah. Doomsday and people being mad, and then yeah. Warner Brothers being like, don't worry, he, he changes throughout the movie, which I almost wonder if that was a post-production choice to like suddenly be like well you know when he gets hurt now he's growing bones and yeah. now he's changing and like they're not really changing him much but all right mm -hmm. i guess he and then they show wonder woman and i'm like my yeah you're showing everything yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the whole movie you're right up the lex luther scenes everything like you know exactly everyone's motivation mm -hmm. up until the final battle, like where it yeah. shows the three of them standing up against Doomsday. Like, <laughs> so okay, imagine my surprise. All right, I when the first teaser, we were just talking about when the first teaser came out, and I, I'm pretty sure I remember it in the winter of 2014, seeing the the teaser trailer for Batman vs Superman, and the teaser trailer is just a camera coming across that lawn up to the monument of Superman, stooping down with his hand. And as the camera's slowly moving up, you hear voices in the background from um, Alfred and Bruce Wayne and the senator and different news reporters and stuff. And then these lights come on, it says false god, and then that's the whole tra trailer. That was just the teaser. That is, like to me, a perfect trailer. You don't need anything more than that. You know it's the movie's called Batman vs. Superman, which is a trailer as a name, like, in itself. Um, and uh, that, that trailer is enough to show you some slight motivation, and that's it. You know, it doesn't reveal anything. That scene isn't even a scene in the movie, you know? Yeah. And uh, so anyway, I, this is back when I still watch trailers, and I love trailers. I would spend hours just on YouTube looking up trailers for new movies and watching the movies I want to see over and over and over again. And... Uh, you know, the second trailer comes out and they don't show Doomsday or Wonder Woman and I'm still into it. And then they show this trailer with Doomsday and Wonder Woman. And I'm really <laughs> excited because I don't... I, I didn't understand a concept of not watching trailers yet. Um, then they have a third trailer, the final trailer that came out. And I went and saw the theater. And while we're watching the trailer, we're remembering how amazing that first couple scenes of, you know, BVS was. Like, of, of Bruce Wayne, like his, you know, his parents getting shot and, like, him running into this smoke cloud in, in Metropolis, so well, you know, Superman's destroying the city, and how crazy amazing it was. Mm. Um, Zach, you mentioned that you got bored throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was saying how I I wasn't bored. I was really into it. It felt very just 
intricate. Like, I knew I'd have to watch it a few more times. But by the end of the movie, I was pissed, and I didn't know why I was so mad. I was like, why did that movie suck so much? There's some obvious reasons that it sucks, you know, the whole Martha stuff. But I'm like, there's more <laughs> to this that sucks than just that. I, I don't know what it was. And I realized that it was because I watched the trailer so many times. And not just so many times, I think just the one time over, I was like, dang, that Doomsday thing would have been so cool to see, right? Like, in, like, real time. To have Wonder Woman interweaved in, like, I... When she's at the party, you wouldn't have known that's her. You should just, like, maybe if they said, you know, this is Diana or whatever, I would have been like, oh, that's interesting, you know? That's Wonder Woman's name, you know? Imagine if they cast her and no one was even told that Gal Gadot was playing Wonder Woman. How cool would that be? And she showed up. And if they pulled out that whole scene of Bruce Wayne clicking on all the folders with the proper symbols (laughs) on each hero. (laughs) Well, you know, but there's, like, to a point where it's, like, a movie... We gotta wonder, like, because a studio is like, okay, well, we can't, we can't not say that she's not playing Wonder Woman because we need people to get excited to a point because there mm-hmm. are people like that. It's like, you think Batman v Superman, everyone's gonna go, but mm-hmm. apparently not. And even then, like, the movie didn't do it did well, but didn't do mm-hmm. as well as it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. It yeah. should have been the highest grossing movie of all time because mm-hmm. it's Batman and Superman fighting, like, yeah. but. I bet you why I want to say is because of the trailer. Do you think so? I because I I would say the bad reviews and bad word of mouth also, but like yeah, the yeah, trailer the trailer didn't help. It did not help. Like no. I I left the movie theater being like that was stupid. I have no faith in this DC universe, whatever it is. That, Zack Snyder, I felt slightly let down, you know. And then as time went on, I was like, dang, you know what? I do. I want to see some of those scenes in that movie again when Batman finally is like just you know whooping butt. You know, I'm like let's let's. I want to watch that again. And I heard that the director's cut was pretty sweet, so I bought the extended edition. Same. Um, And I watched it, and I was like, dang, why did I hate this so much? And it's because I distanced myself from the trailer and just watched it as a movie, knowing what had happened, but still waiting for these new scenes and stuff. It grew on me, and now it's a very, very... I love the movie. I made a top 100 list, and it's on my top 100. And uh, I like it more than Man of Steel, which was my favorite, you know, and... So that was just disassociating myself with that experience. But I think that uh, if I had went in trailer pure, I think that movie would have been incredible. I think it would have been easily one of my favorite movies of the year. I don't think I ever would have had that distaste or distrust for <laughs> DC or Zack Snyder. You know, um, And yeah, that was the last movie. That, that, that experience walking out of it, I had talked with a friend who he was... Star Wars Pier. I don't know if he had won at any other franchise like without watching trailers, but um, I knew there's movies like Logan coming out. That was a real stress not to watch trailers for that one. Um, uh, Doctor Strange was, I think, the one right after where I had... Because Marvel, they don't give their trailers out very much ahead of time. That the Batman v Superman, we just were talking about, it was like a year and a half ahead of time. Yeah, they did, like, yeah. so long. And uh, I want to say that uh, Doctor Strange was maybe like four months, you know, it was so short, and so I had enough time to not watch a trailer for it so that I could be excited, hmm. um, and uh, well, I remember, I, I didn't really like Doctor Strange, but I thought that the tr- not watching the trailer had helped me come to an accurate um, opinion of the movie itself, you know, because as a director, you don't, you're not worried about 
trailers ruining your movie like you don't make the trailer like your production company does that so you don't you're making a movie you want certain things to be revealed to the audience like in real time with watching it and what I've noticed from watching trailers going to not watching trailers is and then you know when I see a movie I'll go back and rewatch the trailer I'm so blown away by some scenes that were in the trailer that weren't in the movie and, and a big example is Rogue One they they have this scene where the TIE fighter is coming up over this catwalk up in front of Jin and it's super scary and she like pauses and then keeps walking and it's so intense and it's like yeah. this wild west like the like unfathomable odds you know mm-hmm. and she's still doing it. I'm like this movie's gonna be sick you know and that scene doesn't come and it totally took the movie down a couple notches and and you know it's just I see that so often in the trailers now that I I completely stop watching them for movies that I'm excited about yeah. if it's a movie that I've never heard of and I'm watching it and I decide watching the trailer I'm like wow this is good I'm gonna watch it I stop watching the trailer if I'm on YouTube I turn it off if I'm in the movie theater I I keep my headphones on and I if it's a movie that I'm like gonna see I pop in my noise cancelling headphones and close my eyes and Justin, you can attest to this because we I did it in Ant Man. Yeah, I uh, sitting by and by Ant Man. He just pops out his headphones. I look over. I'm like, that's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, some movies like Star Wars, I didn't even. I won't even sit in the theater. I'll, I'll wait outside, really? and then uh, well, when I went, I had a friend text me when the trailers were over, and I walked back in and <laughs> sat back down. I'm gonna do that for you, and, but like text you like 30 minutes after the movie started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Those long trailers, man. Yeah, man, they're still going. It's crazy. I. Uh, you know, I I was surprised you took it that far because you said you don't watch trailers, but even in the theater, I was like, you put your headphones on, you didn't pay attention. I was like, man, you are really into this. Mm-hmm. I just I don't put in all that time, but I totally get like the whole. It can ruin an experience, mm-hmm. not necessarily on the long run, like you said, because you can distance yourself. It will mm-hmm. not ruin the movie, but if you're in the experience of the theater, there is this this excitement. Because, like, with Star Wars, I saw so much of that movie, but, you know, they did the trailers well enough where they didn't reveal everything. So if mm-hmm. I would have seen in the trailer, like, you know, a lot of the, well, better jokes in the movie and a lot of the better reveals that, well, the Luke reveal at the end, mm-hmm. they would have thrown that into the trailer. Do you think anybody would have been impacted by that? Probably not. But you got to kind of wonder about that with other movies then. Like, mm-hmm. the Wonder Woman reveal, would that have worked better if no one had known... If no yes. one had known she was in the movie, I'm like, that would have been probably mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Especially it's, since... Spider-Man. They, yeah, Spider-Man that is That was the War, biggest one, I think. Which, you know? that was one, I don't even really get why they... I, I do get why they did that one, actually, because... Mm-hmm. With Wonder Woman, I don't get it. Because DC and Warner Brothers, they already owned Wonder Woman. We already knew she was cast. There was already a sense that, you know, she's going to be in the movie... Gal Gadot's in the movie, so I'm going to assume Wonder Woman will be in it. It was probably to get more girls into the theater. And I'm sure that's what the execs Mm -hmm. said. They were like, oh, get more girls in the theaters, let's show Wonder Woman. I'm sure that thought process came, which to me is a really dumb thought process. Mm -hmm. But the whole thing with Spider-Man makes a little more sense because they don't have the rights to that. There was a sense of, is he actually in Civil War? Because no one really knew. Even before that trailer, there was, mm-hmm. you know, they were saying, well, you know, he might be, but you can't really there, trust there anything. Were talks I mean. between Kevin Feige and the yeah. Sony execs. I mean, it was, blah, it, blah. the deal was done. It already was, there was a oh, press yeah. release. They said, it's done. It was just a matter of Civil War was already filmed. Like, did they, how are they going to put him in? Mm-hmm. Well, they found a way. And, uh, 
because, like, they, I mean, they have lied to us before. Jeremy Renner and Paul Rudd are not in Infinity War, so it's like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, they have done it. They'll trick us, but I, uh, so I kind of get that one, but it does sort of ruin it, too, because you're like, man, if I would have been in that theater, had no idea about that deal, and mm-hmm. had just this sense of, you know, Sony owns Spider-Man, he's never going to show up, and then would have seen that whole part where, you know, it says Queens, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, oh my god, are they actually doing this? Mm-hmm. Which... Even the, even then, it was still exciting. When I saw that opening night, like people mm-hmm. were clapping yeah. when just the word yeah. Queens showed up because we all knew what that meant. It's a late <laughs> but, reveal, too, because they don't show him as Spider-Man. They show him right as away. Peter Parker. Yeah. And he's chilling, you know? Like, you don't get him swinging in and grabbing Cap's shield because people have already seen it, but... One, that was one of the best studio meddling like incidents in movie history because mm-hmm. like i said they already had the movie written there was no way because the way he's put into the movie you can totally tell mm-hmm. the way he's thrown in and taken out real quick mm-hmm. there's no way they had that planned at all no. and yet for some reason it worked and i don't know how they did it but it just literally worked there's even, there's even dialogue there's dialogue between tony stark and peter parker that literally pertains to the issues of the mm-hmm. movie and i'm like they are brilliant. <laughs> they yeah. really are. They're good. They are so good at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because wasn't it originally supposed to be more like the Black Panther and like Ant Man? Well, and it, ooh, it's raining. Well, Black Panther already had taken up the Spider-Man role in the Civil War comics because Spider-Man's supposed to be the mediator. Mm-hmm. Black Panther did that in Civil War. He took that role already. The whole part that was not planned was because you know they they didn't have Spider-Man. They're like, we're not gonna get him. That mm-hmm. whole fight scene, though, and having mm-hmm. Spider-Man in the middle of the movie was not planned. And they kept it secret for a while, weirdly enough, when they were all charging at each other, the original trailer... The Civil War. Yeah, and the original trailer, Spider-Man was not part of that crowd. Mm-hmm. He was not. He was thrown into the movie, because if you watch the movie, there he is in the background, charging with them. But in the tra- first trailer, they didn't throw that in. And then the second trailer came out, and then there's Spider-Man. And I'm like, well, but... Why'd you go to so much work to not have him in? Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, like, well, maybe we should tell him about it. Well, that's, that's how it was with this. You know, trailer one didn't yeah. have any Doomsday or Wonder Woman in trailer two. It has... it. The trailer played out every single plot line, like, every plot point of the first, second, and third acts. Like, And you could you argue... I, someone could argue <coughs> out there, it's like, well, it didn't reveal that Superman was gonna die, but I'm like... <laughs> But it kind of does. Cause... If you know anything about the comics, then you know that he's going to die. <laughs> if you like... see Doomsday, I'm like, yeah. you know he's going to die. So that kind of all re- it ruins the one thing they didn't show, but like yeah. they pretty much did. Mm. You know, and like on the topic of like bad trailers revealing a lot of the movie, like have you have you seen the movie Drive? Have you seen mm-hmm. it? No. Don't watch the trailer beforehand because it literally. I, I it don't tell, usually. So. It tells you everything. And by the way, it is a well-made trailer. Watch the movie, then watch mm-hmm. the trailer. It is really like kind of an art piece of its of its own. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually really well put together, and it actually did make me want to see the movie. Mm-hmm. However, after watching the movie, and then I'm like watching that trailer again, I didn't really realize they really do reveal the whole plot of the movie. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of weird. I didn't realize it though at the time is there any like trailers that when you watch and you're like this is amazing and you go back to them like a lot because you go back to the trailer if you watch the trailer is there like one that's really the bohemian rhapsody suicide squad one is that one's a fun one it just it shows a way better movie than the movie was (laughs) and i like watching it because it's a fun it's not just a good song but it's like man it's the coolest music video to this song i've ever seen and 
with guns shooting to the beats and whatever and all the colors they got thrown in and like it's just I want to see that movie yeah not Suicide Squad which you know? I mean that trailer was kind of like um video game hate. trailers I go to a lot I, I watch a lot of the Assassin's Creed trailers over and over and over again because they're just so fun Suicide Better you gotta than the fill the void themselves. somehow I do have to fill the void and it's usually well now I don't I, yeah I guess I watch video game trailers but it's only for video games that I, I don't have a console anymore so I don't have a way to play them so it's the closest thing <laughs> I can get like, is just watching the trailers or something I'll never play yeah and just like but doing the finger motions with your hands like for trailers I can't think of anything I go to regularly I don't I guess I watch I watch the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer a lot yeah, yeah. and that's a good one. that well and well I was gonna say because Suicide Squad kind of basically ripped that off a lot of movies have been where they're like no use Mm -hmm. a pop there's two things there's use a popular song but like an old school popular song Mm -hmm. throw it into your trailer i wish i knew all the examples in my head but it has been happening a lot swear to god just Mm -hmm. don't have the examples in my head but the other one that's really popular is um the piano version of the original theme so like jurassic park they did that Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. for their jurassic world trailer and then suddenly, like, Rogue One was doing it, and then, mm-hmm. like, um, there's a couple other movies that have been doing it, and once again, I don't have the examples on the top of my head, but mm-hmm. it's been, a, that's been another trend lately. And other trailers I often go back to, I actually have a top ten list right here, which was top not made trailers? for the, yeah, and this was oh. not made for the video, I, I had this already for, like, years, I've been meaning to make a video, but, <laughs> like... Uh, ones that got me real excited, like X Men: Days of Future Past. There was a trailer mm-hmm. for that movie, that which good. that one is a very simple one. It tells you what the premise is, and then that's it. That's it. And yeah. it's really well put together. It shows that the whole cast, original cast and new cast, is going to be in it. I'm like, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Another really good one I like is Super Eight, which mm-hmm. was yeah, the second trailer they made for that movie. The first one's good too, but mm-hmm. I really like the second one. Really. um shows that it's going to be like an old school, you know, Spielberg 80s throwback, but also, you know, there's a lot of mystery to it because J.J. Abrams, he loves himself a mystery. Yeah. I also wrote down all Pixar teasers in general. <laughs> so this isn't like their trailers, which, you know, you know they're fine, but like mm-hmm. the teaser trailers, because they're usually just original footage. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they made that one for like uh, Monsters, Inc., mm-hmm. where they just walk into that room and they realize it's not the right room they're supposed to be in and they're yeah. like fighting with one another. The <laughs> Mr. Incredible one where he's, uh, well, the Incredibles one, where he's just trying to put on his belt and he's yeah. having the mm-hmm. most difficult time. And these are all trailers out. None of the footage shows up in the movie. They just make it specifically for the trailer. I love when yeah. trailers do that. Mm-hmm. Pixar does that a lot. But a couple other movies have done that, like Back to the Future, the first trailer ever made for that was just a scene of, you know, Michael J. Fox going into the DeLorean, mm-hmm. and they ask him, how far do you want to go back? He's like, how about 30 years? And then that's just the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> I also have in here at the Inception trailer, well put together, gives you an idea of what the movie's going to be about, but gets you excited for, like, what is this? Yeah. And... I put that, like, my favorite trailer of all time is The Force Awakens second trailer, which, I mean, for me, that's a great trailer for, like, it just shows you, every, it tells you nothing about the plot, it just mm-hmm. shows you what you need to know. It's like, there's gonna be space battles, it looks like the old films, there's Han Solo, the end. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, The Force Awakens was a hard sell. Not that... 
people won't see it. Like people will see it, but can mm-hmm. you turn Star Wars into a phenomenon again? Because mm. the last thing that we got was Revenge of the Sith and those prequels and George Lucas, and people don't really like Star Wars that much anymore. Mm-hmm. It's still there, but people aren't in love with it like they used yeah. to be. Mm-hmm. Can you bring it back to that? And can Disney, of all people, who bought the company, can you sell this? Especially with J.J. Abrams on board, which a lot of people didn't like what he did with Star Trek. So can mm-hmm. you do this? And that trailer pretty much solidified for everyone. Like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. And the thing yeah. with those trailers also is that it sets, like, it, it makes it very clear that it's, like, right after the sixth movie. Like, the casual moviegoer might think, oh, this is right after like Revenge of the Sith, thing. right? Oh, yeah, or, like, a random like, movie that's but just, no, like, it, Star Wars. It puts the Millennium Falcon and it puts Tom and Chewie <laughs> exactly. in there, like... It, it makes sure to let mm-hmm. you know that it's after the original trilogy. Another, I didn't write this trailer on here, but, you know, you talk about Watchmen all the time. I love mm-hmm. that Watchmen trailer, and I've yeah. watched it many times. And that's another one where they don't really reveal much. I well, beg to differ, because I was, I was thinking about using that as an example. You, you, like, really, you think it reveals too much? Yeah, I think it reveals, it reveals so many scenes from the first, second, third act where you kind of, you know that by, you see scenes of, of almost every hero in the third act and then so in the movie when you're watching it, it's a it's a murder mystery you don't know what hero's gonna live or die especially if you've never read the comic or heard of it you know if this is just a fresh movie to you you see you know you see uh you see rorschach and you see you see you know night owl you know in a fight scene with Ozymandias, and and so you know, like as the movie's going on, you're like, well, okay, Rorschach's in prison. I know he's not gonna die because he's in this scene with Ozymandias. Or you see them fighting Ozymandias, so you know that when they show Ozymandias without his cape on, you know that he's a bad guy. You know, and like it, it kind of does. Even though it doesn't give you the exact what the movie's about per se, you know that almost every character lives. <laughs> you know, yeah. even the the most misleading thing is that the trailer makes you think of that. The comedian lives because he's in all these scenes, but he's he dies in the first second of the trailer <laughs> or of the movie. So like that's the only misleading part of it. But it is a cool looking trailer. Like if I had seen it, I'd be like, dang, I want to go see this. But and now that I don't watch trailers, like I I I would have been like it would have taken me out of the experience quite a bit. I think. And even my first time watching it, I. I didn't love it to death. I thought it was like a fun movie, and then I read the comic and rewatched it, and that now it's one of my favorites. But um, here's another trailer I want to show you guys. Uh, have you guys seen the 2014 Godzilla? I haven't seen it. Oh, you I haven't seen it? Either. But I, I, I know. Do you guys want to see this trailer? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, we okay. don't. We does don't it, care. That's you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, this is interesting. This is a way different experiment than what I was going to do this trailer for you guys, but. All right, I've let's probably uh, seen it. Take this little break while we watch this trailer. We just watched the Godzilla teaser trailer um, from 2014. I don't know when the trailer dropped. It might have been earlier, but um, yeah. So for me, this trailer is close to perfect. It shows scenes from most of the movie um but they cover up the main character's face so you don't know 
who's in what scene and how long they'll last. You know, if they die or if they live. Like, it's mm-hmm. very... It holds back so much from you. It doesn't show you Godzilla pretty much at all until the very end of the trailer. And it's just him in a, next to a, a, you know, in a smoke cloud next to a building, which is expected because it's a Godzilla movie, you know? But you don't know where that scene is, and so it's... It makes going into the movie, like, A, completely, like, you don't know what this movie is other than it will have Godzilla in it. Yeah. You know? You know that there's... You know, it opens with, like, this monologue of these soldiers jumping out of a jet flying through the clouds and then by the time they get to the city you vaguely see the shape of Godzilla and that's it like you still like you don't know for me that's like a perfect one of the it's a close to perfect trailer it doesn't give you too much just enough to get you excited and you're like dude I want to see this Godzilla like in full effect in this movie um, because it looks so good Mm -hmm. but at the same time it holds back the plot of the movie you know all you know is Godzilla breaks some buildings that's it which is expected you know it's <laughs> right, like yeah. it's like seeing a lightsaber doosh, turn on in a Star Wars trailer you oh. know that there's going to be I mean if it's a main episode Star Wars movie it'll have lightsabers <laughs> but uh so yeah I, I think what did you guys think of this trailer I thought it was great you know I've never seen it for some reason but yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely a good one did it, it get you excited to see Godzilla yeah not as much as that new one does but <laughs> oh, <you laughs> oh, but like yeah we, we could you know, I've heard the new one's pretty good. The new one's pretty amazing, beautiful. But like, I I I don't know why I never saw this one, but it definitely takes beats from the whole, you know, Jurassic Park theory of thought, where you know, mm-hmm. less is more. Don't yeah. show too much. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen the original Psycho trailer? Mm-mm. From like the sixties. Uh, the shower scene. Yeah. That's in the good. trailer. Well, they don't have that in the trailer. Oh, well, okay. I good. actually, I think that's a lie. Or if it's in the trailer, then I think I you gosh. just hear the scream <laughs> because actually, what the trailer is, and if you know anything about older trailers, they're not well made. They were usually yeah. just like narrators, and they would yeah. show a couple scenes, and then they have like those goofy title effects pop up. Mm-hmm. I love old school horror trailers actually, but like those ones definitely almost way too much sold you the movie sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like told you too much, but. This Psycho trailer, all it is is Alfred Hitchcock walks around the set of the movie and he tells you what the movie is about. He's like saying things very vaguely of what's happening. He's going around and he's like, he goes past that like bathroom. He's like, oh, uh, you don't go in there. Some very horrific scenes happened in there. And he, he's like, <laughs> but it makes it seem like it's not even going to be like a horror movie. Yeah. Until like the very end of the trailer where you're like, you hear the screams and this is Psycho. Hmm. And... A lot of people always like to say, oh, that's the greatest trailer of all time. I would say it's not because it's very, like, boring and, like, today it would not work. But back then, people were probably, like, you know, they knew who Alfred Hitchcock already was. Mm-hmm. He was a big deal, big icon of the time. And just to see him on screen, I'm sure, was great. But to see him talking about his new movie and then you're like, what is he even talking about? He just Yeah, I'd say that's, like, Deadpool 2, you know? The teaser trailer we had for this is just him, like, you know, he... He's walking down the street, he sees a guy getting mugged, and so he goes and changes in a phone booth, but he takes forever. Yeah. By the time he gets back, the guy's already dead, yeah. <laughs> and the bad guy escaped, and so he just, like, lays down next to him, and, like, yeah. but he's been, he's, like, narrating it, too, <laughs> you know, and I think that's similar to it, you know, but that's more true to Deadpool's character than, than you couldn't just do that with Any movie. Star Wars, <laughs> you know? It's just a really meta trailer. Oh, but, another Death Star. I would, I, <laughs> yeah. I would love to make a trailer for, like, a movie where 
they just promote a completely different movie and then like mm-hmm. have a guy at the end like wait wait a minute that's not the movie that this is and then just show the yeah. title for the right movie and then just that's how it was with me for uh, um, Death Proof and Planet Terror I had seen the trailers for them and I thought it was one movie mm-hmm. I thought like there was a weird like uh, Kurt Russell meets like this girl with a machine leg and then those two are like a crime fighting duo mm-hmm. That's why I thought that like it was gonna be like one movie, and then I years later I found out that they're separate and yeah. not even similar at all. But isn't that what Lilo and Stitch kind of did with their marketing? Kind of. Like, they showed yeah. like the original like Aladdin or Little Mermaid or whatever, and then Stitch would show up, and like it'd be Lilo and Stitch. I'm trying to think if they ever actually had a legit trailer for that movie because if they didn't, that's amazing. I don't think I, I ever saw... Well, maybe. I wouldn't remember. I don't But I, don't I do remember, yeah, it was like... Because the one was Beauty and the Beast. The one was... I think they did one for, like, Little Mermaid and Aladdin yeah. also. So, like, they did all the classics and they just shows up and he's messing with the scene, which mm. that was good and everything, but... And then they would just show Lilo and Stitch in, like, one scene from the movie. And mm-hmm. those were those were well done. I, I give a lot of credit to those because Disney wasn't doing too well at the time, but yep. that movie did, like, extraordinarily well. It was a good movie, of course, but, like, mm-hmm. I give a lot of credit to those trailers. It was just well-made mm-hmm. campaign in general. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, you just gotta have a good marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the trailers gotta just do something interesting. Like, Deadpool, they did do something interesting where they were, like, well, with that first trailer, anyway. Mm-hmm. What What was that? So, at the end of that trailer, I remember it was, like, really weird deja vu, but... He, which, which trailer? The first. The first one, because oh. that first teaser trailer for the second movie, mm-hmm. where he like kill. He doesn't save the guy. He doesn't make it, but he like kind of like leans his head on his body. Oh, it's yeah. Deadpool too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're playing like the dunk, 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 dunk like music. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, but the end of the movie or the trailer, suddenly there's this really fast credits roll, and if you read it, he's talking about the old man in the sea. Mm-hmm. For some reason. I don't know why, but the reason it's really weird and deja vu to me like was because I made a video in high school called The Old mm-hmm. Man in the Sea. I remember that. And at the end of the video, because I felt that the project, while I talked about the book, for the, in order to get a good grade in the project, I needed to explain the book better. So at the end of the video, I had these credits roll that explained the book a little better. And that's why it was weird deja vu, because then I see this... Highly, like million viewed, tra- like millions of views for this mm-hmm. trailer. Where at the end of it, as a joke, he suddenly is talking about the old man in the sea and credits roll for him. Yeah. And I'm like, so D- what? <laughs> so what you're saying is Ryan Fox Reynolds, stole your Ryan idea. Reynolds took my idea. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds himself. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds leaked that footage. By the way, that's the reason Deadpool exists. He oh yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> but we absolutely. all know we all know you did it. Because <laughs> this is. There's a character called Deadpool, and I saw this insane YouTube video from this kid in Floodwood, Minnesota. <laughs> I, He's it maybe just like 8th grade, ninth grade, <laughs> but just trust me. Trust me. It's like weird, like, what's the term? Like, movie deja vu? Like, okay, mm-hmm. there's two things, because there's also this, like, I don't know the name of the movie, or, t- or the TV series, but I think it's an Amazon Prime series, mm-hmm. and it has jk simmons in it and it's a series where there's like two of him there's like two versions of him and he didn't know that mm-hmm. and there's like a twin of him and one of the twins is like evil or he's the good one he's the evil one i don't know mm-hmm. there's like two separate timelines there's a whole thing to it and i was like holy crap i wrote that i literally wrote that years ago <laughs> maybe it existed before that and then the other weird the biggest deja vu of all time was seeing age of ultron when they picked up the city 
like, and it was in the air, and I was watching that, and I was like, oh my god, I wrote that literally years ago. I came up with that idea of, like, what if there was, like, a giant crane from, like, space that, like, took up an entire city? And then they made that, and I was like, oh my god, I've never seen that before. Why? I, I have to start making stuff so I can yeah. beat them to the punch. <laughs> I mean, that's that's in a few comics. Like, like the Inhumans, it's like, that's a part of their storyline a little bit, and I guess. But the yeah. Um, I wish they got a movie that was good. Sky High. Sky, <laughs> Sky High. <laughs> Classic. But yeah. I don't, I'm trying to think of like other... I get deja, I got. I used to get deja vu like that with like toy ideas. Like I'd make something out of Lego and then like a yeah, year or two later they'd be like a set. Which <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my idea. It's probably because you know you used to be able for their magazine to send them pictures. You probably sent them one of the photos. They didn't publish <laughs> like it. Sleepwalking. Take a picture and send it. I'm trying to think of some other like really good um, trailers because. Well, here's one. I have to pause it again to show you. Yeah, do it. Um, here, uh, listen to this music some more while we yeah. show another trailer. All right, so I just showed these guys three trailers. Um, the first trailer was for District Nine, Neil Blomkamp's District Nine. This is, it was on my top ten for a while, um, but. It's super good. What did you guys think of that trailer? Um, well, you think it's a documentary until you're like, oh, wait, it's not. Oh, this is going to be a movie with meaning and a very obvious metaphor, but it's like, it gets you like interested in like, what kind of movie is this? Wait, mm-hmm. it's not a documentary? There's not the aliens? first, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to say anything about it. No, I've, I've seen it. I've you seen guys it. have seen it? If you, va- if you remember it all, it's the whole movie is from like a found footage type of perspective, yeah. but it's not an actual found footage movie. So like it's, it starts off like the first twenty minutes is like a documentary yeah. thing, and then it goes into like that style of a movie, but there's just not the actual documentary part. This is very <clears throat> Neil Blomkamp. Elysium wasn't like that, but Chappie was kind of so. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, that one I think I remember being in the theater for. It might have been Hot Rod or something. What when did Hot Rod come out? Two thousand eight, seven, two thousand seven. So district. I don't know what you would. Have, I don't know what you would have been at. Some movie probably in two thousand eight, and uh, saw that trailer and I remember thinking, "Dang, I, I, I want to go watch that movie," you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they. It, it's just in. You know, it's an alien movie, but it's from like a weird perspective. It's not like this alien invasion movie. It's like uh. It's like they're, they're already there. Like negotiation, negotiation stuff, and whatever, mm-hmm. and. Um, so that one I think is a good example for a trailer. It gets you hooked without giving away anything of what the the plot of the movie like like the it gives you the setting but not the plot. You know, mm-hmm. the second trailer I showed you guys was Cloverfield. Um, what did you guys think of that one? That was different. <laughs> it's definitely like because you see you see so many try that nowadays now like that style of trailer. But like you got to remember Cloverfield did it first, except for the part where they don't say the name of the movie yeah that's like mm-hmm. oh that's kind of odd yeah <laughs> being that it's to advertise the movie <laughs> well originally they didn't even have a name for the movie cloverfield oh. was just what they called the project it was project cloverfield so they just never found a name <laughs> they eventually just called it cloverfield that's why like the monster they call the monster clover but that's like mm-hmm. a fan thing it's yeah. not like an actual studio thing yeah um and that's how yeah eventually you got this weird jj abrams cloververse or whatever they call it cloverfield universe mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's it's this huge thing. But back then, 
yeah, no movie title. You just had posters and trailers of, you know, the poster was the Statue of Liberty with the head bitten off and then no name of a movie. You're just like, what movie is this? But there's no, it's the weirdest advertisement ever, but people went inside and yeah. most people liked it. They weren't sure if they liked found footage yet, but mm-hmm. um, most people were really into it. That was, I think, Matt Reeves' debut film, who's now one of my most watched directors, I guess. Like, I keep up with all of his movies quite quite well like that batman movie that's definitely gonna come out <laughs> i hope it does because I of so. him I hope it does but so. if he wasn't attached to it then i probably won't even see it but um really no i'll see it but i don't <laughs> that's I what i thought i would want to see it way more if matt reeves was attached to it um but yeah they just show you you know the party and a bunch of kids hanging out and some stuff shaked and then you see the the head roll by and that's it you know and then yeah no no name of the movie yeah. and so you don't know that it's a kaiju movie at all so and really they were just they were just using the curiosity of it to get people in the theaters that mm-hmm. and they didn't have a name for it yeah and i it got me there you know yeah um and then the last one i showed you guys was joy um i can't remember the director's name off the top of my head even though i was just looking at it but um what do you guys think of the trailer for Joy? Makes me want to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. I I have no idea what it's about, mm-hmm. but I think this chick has some issues. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you get from it so far. Pretty much. It's super interesting. Yeah. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, the trailer really got me interested from the beginning. I always remember mm-hmm. going back to it. And like I said, I I never really saw the movie. Like, it was playing in the background at my house, so I've seen parts of it, but. Mm-hmm. Is it one of those movies where the trailer's way better than the actual movie? No, the movie's great. The movie's great. It's, yeah. like I said, I didn't know what to expect, and so I was kind of taken on this journey of trying to figure out what the movie is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, what the director is trying to do, because you don't know what the movie is. That's kind of how I went into I, Tanya. kind of felt the same way. I didn't really know a whole lot about Tanya Harding. I didn't see a trailer, but I liked Marco Robbie, and so I went mm-hmm. and saw it and felt the same. Or like, uh, um... Mother. <laughs> Mother I didn't watch a trailer for, and I didn't even know that Darren Aronofsky had a movie out until that that's, week, for some reason. I that's just went that's the only there. reason I knew anything about that movie, is because I saw the trailer, and I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And, it, like, after that, and then I watched mm-hmm. the movie, still didn't understand it. Some people get it right. <laughs> it's just the big blockbusters, you know, superhero movies and Star Wars that can't get it right, you know? But, like, I mean, you, you know what to expect, but when you have something like Joy, you don't know what the movie is about at all. Like, you don't know who she is, if she's famous, if she's not. Like, if it's a, you know, just a story or whatever. And, and you know, there was another example I had in my mind that I forgot. Um, I can't think of it. But, yeah, I think, or just a, any real A24 movie that comes out yeah. is has a pretty dang good trailer that doesn't give away too much. Like Swiss Army Man is just it's weird. You're like, what <laughs> is this? I want to see this about. so bad. So good. But you have no idea really what it's about. Yeah. You know? You know, I never saw that one either. That's so really? Dude, I love it's good. It. It's a good time. I would do an episode on it just because it's so out there. Yeah. But it feels... It's very, like, Walter Mitty. It's down to... But earth. if you were, like, on a lot of drugs mm. watching Walter Mitty. <laughs> it's out there, but it's also down to earth. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like it's, a weird middle ground. It is weird. Yeah. It's a weird time. But, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about trailers still, if my argument has done anything, if I've proven my case, or if I've 
you know do you guys feel challenged at all to maybe find a movie and go trailer free i mean i have since you told me about your trailer free like, mm-hmm. experiences you thought about it or yeah i've thought? thought about it oh yeah but I'm have you picked a movie to go too scared, <laughs> too scared? Um, i'm thinking maybe episode nine star wars really yeah. going straight for star wars? i I, I, th- I think i should challenge myself yeah if i'm gonna do it because mm-hmm. we don't get one this december right? it's next year that's next, next year. year that's right so I guarantee there will be a trailer in December. Yeah, but they're they're already like doing like yeah. little set photos and stuff yeah. already. Have you seen them? I saw they're hard one. to avoid, but yeah. especially on like Instagram yeah. and stuff. It, it wasn't anything real like mm-hmm. bad, but I get you most... can do one sooner. That's easier, like Captain Marvel. I suppose that's oh, coming out way sooner. You know what? I could and trailers yeah, will probably yeah. start dropping anytime soon. Here, should we go on this journey together, Justin? I don't know. <laughs> I, I was going to issue a formal challenge to our audience, but I think it'd be so much cooler if you guys went along. I I could try it. It's yeah. just see, because I <laughs> here's the thing. I would almost feel more inclined to do it for the second Infinity War. Really? Because okay, really? I know those characters. And I am more excited for the potential of that story. Mm-hmm. I and I kind of don't want to be... Because even when you've brought up the little details, you've brought it up about it that mm-hmm. you've heard about, which we don't know if any of it's Infinity true. One? Yeah. yeah, but like... Or, well, the sequel, Part anyway. two, whatever. Whatever. The untitled part Secret four. Secret <laughs> yeah. Cloverfield. For one, like... For, oh, there's two things. Because for a while... Deadpool 2 was called the Untitled Deadpool 2 or mm-hmm. Deadpool sequel, and it was actually officially called that until they released it. And Dang. they said, okay, you have to actually name the movie. But mm-hmm. I was like, I really hope they just stick with that title. But um, for this fourth movie, I really hope they don't say the name of like, the subtitle until you get in the theater. Like, I hope they just. You could. How cool would that be? Wouldn't it be cool be if like, so all the trailers cool. just said, like, um, the Avengers, you know, I just said something like that, and then, um, and then they said, like, the conclusion or something there, like that. There would be an uproar, though, of well, fans. I, because the thing is, I don't, the only reason you would not put the subtitles is because you're too afraid to confuse people, and at this point, if you're confused, you're a nutcase. Like, there's no reason that anybody mm-hmm. would be confused. If you call it the Avengers, people will know, and I think that would be so cool if they could do that. Would that how they advertise? Would, would that be how they advertise on the edge of like movie theaters? Just yeah, Avengers yeah, Four. Well, or I Avengers mean, I guess movie? once you get a poster out, you have to. But like, I hope they. You could even wait until that trailer comes yeah. out and then announce what what well, it's. Well, if coming. you do the poster like Cloverfield did, just the the date the movie comes out, and then obviously you show a couple of the characters on it. But yeah. then, like, I'm thinking of like when you're looking up showings for the movie online. <laughs> yeah. What do you see? Do you True. see just yeah. Avengers Four, or do you see? Avengers movie, you know, untitled well, Avengers movie, like how it is everywhere else. I guarantee we'll be getting the trailer for that one. Probably, I would say December. I think mm-hmm. we're probably gonna get that one, for, which is gonna seem really soon. But for, for Avengers, Avengers, yeah, I think we so. We haven't even gotten Captain Marvel yet. I know, but like, we'll get ca- we're getting Captain Marvel soon. Oh yeah, I within guarantee. the next month, this month, because I just released like set photos and everything. I, I I've yeah I've. Soon. That's another they thing. Just, I don't think I could do Captain Marvel because I already know too I, much of And the only reason oh, yeah. I don't want to is I mean, because I yeah. am very interested to see her as Captain Marvel because we know nothing mm-hmm. about yeah. that. And it's not like, of course I'm going to see the movie, but I am i don't really feel like waiting until then to like know everything because I've done trailer-free before, but not for like 
Not really for me. Not like a big one. Yeah. I, I did so, for a while for uh, actually The Last Jedi. I did for did a you? while until, um, I don't know, they released like the final trailer and then I decided to watch it. But like for a while I was like, eh, I, don't, I just don't care too much to check it out because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to be pushed to see it. But Captain Marvel, I, I, I just really am interested to see her as a, and I don't yeah. want to hold back. I'm like, I don't, I just want to see her. I and don't want to geek it. out and speculate. Yeah. And after seeing the set photos, I, yeah. But, Have you seen them? Yeah, well, and I've, I've seen the ones or with, like the, with Ronan and, uh, yeah, the Edo, yeah the I've seen them with Sam Jackson too. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of those. Wait, I haven't seen this, Nothing. so be careful. Don't do that. Oh, I'm not revealing anything, am I? But like, I mean, earmuffs, Hunter. Earmuffs. I know Sam Jackson, <laughs> but I didn't know Ronan was a part of it. Oh, earmuffs. You nope. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> well, there are other, well, there, yeah. Well, don't you know what, like, Captain Marvel's they, story at all? The Skrull in Kree War, I yeah. Know, but I didn't think that Ronan himself would be in it, I guess. But. Just think about it, you know? Okay. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't mean to ruin it, but, like... It's fine. It's it's just, well, so here's the whole movie, Hunter. Yeah, I, <laughs> I will still be there. There's there's I, other know? there's other. It's characters. not like... The, I didn't say everybody. There's yeah, other ones, too, that like show up. It's not like the Ned or the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming reveal that <laughs> Justin had for me. <laughs> Wait, which, which one? Oh, I I. I Did totally, you listen to one I of totally, our first episodes? I don't think so. I basically explained... I On Twitter, I made a joke about... Uh, about Spider-Man Homecoming Spider-Man and it Homecoming revealed a twist. big plot point. The big <laughs> twist, the funny twist oh, in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can say it because if our audience hasn't sure. seen it, it'll help them. Well, it's just about... I just like, spelled Homecoming like Pete Holmes with an L in the Holmes. middle. <laughs> Homecoming? Holmes coming. Um, yeah, Justin posted on Twitter the day before I was going to go see Spider-Man Homecoming. He said, uh, dang, I wish my best friend's dad was Michael Keaton. Or my friend's dad's. I wish I wish my friend's dad was Michael Keaton. And so I saw that. I'm like, obviously I know Michael Keaton is the vulture. Yeah. yeah and I know that person? you went and saw it on opening night. So <laughs> Spider- off, one of his down. best friends has to be, like, his dad is going to be Michael Keaton. Oh, but you and didn't know which like, one. I didn't know which. I thought it was Ned the whole time. Yeah. Oh, well, that, see? That, see, I threw you off. Because it, it would have... Made a sense, I guess, because Ned was so far out of, like, it's not possible. And I didn't know why Ned was a character, because he's not a comic character, yeah. and I didn't like him Are they, either. Do you think and they'll bring Harry into the next movie? I think he's part of the Sony-verse Harry? stuff. Osborne? Yeah. Yeah. No. I think he's part no, of the Sony no, stuff. No, don't bring him in. I don't think he's a character that I they think, have the rights to. I think either I don't think the any next of the Osborne the, stuff is. Really? Yeah. I, think, I don't think. It's not confirmed, but Like, I'm, I think that Avengers sure. Tower is going to be Oscorp. That's my. Either that, either that, or Oscorp. Yeah, like the Oscorp. I mean, it could. Either that or Fantastic Four. The only reason they won't bring Harry into it is because they've already done it twice, and they tried to do a lot of build up with him in the last, like in Amazing Spider-Man Two, and it all went nowhere. And I don't think they'll try that again. I think they want to try some different (laughs) stuff for a while. Like the next villain is going to be like Mysterio, apparently. And I, that's what I've Jake heard. From, yeah, yeah, that's my God, cool. like that's amazing. And also, I heard Michael Keaton is coming back, coming back. so yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I'm all. I also that. heard of like twelve other villains that they're gonna throw in there. I've heard Craven the Hunter for years, so we'll see. That one sounds ridiculous, but really, uh, to me it does. I, uh, but I think of the original costume, <laughs> so I mean I can't get that out of my head. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, I'm well, trying to think. Like, I, I want to do it for Infinity War, the sequel, just because... I'll do it with you. I have my speculations already, 
but I don't know. Maybe I'm just like too excited because that idea. Someone mentioned a time jump of like five or six years, and I've been hearing that everywhere. And now that idea is like too brilliant to me that mm-hmm. I'm like, if they don't do that, now I'll, am I gonna be disappointed? Because that actually is really smart. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when I before seeing that Amazing Spider-Man two movie, which I I still dislike to this day. But one of the major reasons I disliked it was because I thought of like. 30 different ways they could have possibly done mm-hmm. it and they just did it like the worst way it was. Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. Or Spider-Man 2? Not Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 2 today <laughs> is still oh. my like my favorite Marvel film of all time. Marvel like, film? That, yeah, in, of all of them. Yeah. Every one of them. But I think it's... Favorite DC also. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's better than any of like those MCU films movie. actually. I think that one's amazing. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could do trailer free. Like I do that for like tons of movies, but like just movies no one thinks about. I don't. If I'm going to see a movie at like Zenima or some independent film, mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to watch it, I'm like, well, I might as well not watch a trailer. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple movies where I'm like, I had no idea what this movie. Was. There was a movie, Miseducation of Cameron Post. I had no idea what that movie was about. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, it's about this. It's yeah. like completely threw me off, but I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, the Mr. Rogers documentary. I had no idea that was going to be about Mr. Rogers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm kidding. I yeah. still want to see that. That was good. It's on DVD. It's Netflix. I mean, it or Redbox. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. But uh, trailer free, though. Oh, man. That's it's tough if, to do. If you want to do that for Infinity War Part 2, I'll do it with you. I, I will let I'll you know. I'll do it with you guys, too. I, I, will, I think we should give <laughs> no, it a No, I think you should watch the trailer. <laughs> I'll do it the other way around. <laughs> I think you should watch every single bit of yeah. information. And then, and then try not like, to tell us. You guys would be it's, like, oh man, this is tough. And I'd be like, whoa, guys, <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I'm, so like, I'm just too laid back at times, too, because I don't totally geek out over every mm-hmm. little thing that shows up in like a Marvel movie. So even if yeah. I didn't get spoiled about it, and when it shows up, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, like... It happens sometimes, but rarely. Yeah, some Easter eggs, you know, a lot of people don't keep up with comics, and that's totally fine, because the, the, they want to tie that stuff in for people who are into it, but at the same time, it's not necessary. You know, like, the guy who's, who's supposed to be Scorpion is Baron Homecoming, you would never know that that's a thing, unless, unless you, you knew... You, I mean, if you connected it, and then you knew, like, like I think he's supposed name. to be in the next one anyway, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's stuff like that, or like... Uh, one thing I, I love the little tie-in is Agent 13 in mm. Winter Soldier and Civil War. And yeah. that's Sharon Carter, who in the comics eventually becomes Captain America. Like, really? it's really neat to have her tied in, and that's like the love interest. And it's super low-key, but not a main plot point, you know. And I think everyone and their grandma becomes Captain America. <laughs> exactly, everyone and their aunt. Yeah, yeah. But yeah it's... Uh, I like the little tie-ins, but I also like how they don't... It's not necessary for a good movie, either. You know, like it's you can just go in and, and enjoy the movie for what it is without that stuff tied in. And um, so yeah, I don't know if I would. If you guys think you can do Infinity War, then I'll be very impressed. It's so tough, it. but, I'll, but try. I'll be here. I mean, I'm successful right now. I don't know. I haven't really looked up much about it's, it. Just it can be fun. Like I, I enjoy. It, because it's, it's like a little game that you play with yourself that like you you unfollow certain people. <laughs> little game of play with myself. No, I play that game in the theater. Get Don't kicked make out. this podcast explicit. <laughs> um, but like you know, unfollowing people on Twitter and stuff. Like I had to unfollow Justin <laughs> for a while before I, me and Justin. I'm gonna start about posting. It. I unfollowed fake Justin like spoilers, like it's fake spoilers. The night yeah. of releases for stuff, I would unfollow Justin. Oh, calm or down. Not unfollow. I would just basically like 
deleted his posts <laughs> from my, my feed and stuff. But, like, you know, certain directors are... Like, right now, I, I usually follow Shane Black. I haven't followed him, like, all year for The Predator. Really? You know? And, uh... Most studios, I just don't follow Fox or Disney or, you know, anything because I know that it'll just be trailers and stuff, and it's fun. It's, it's you know, I, I like it. Or, right now, I don't know if you guys have seen, um, on my computer, I have this little um, oh. widget called Unspoiler. Have you seen it? Yeah, you told me about you it. Told me about yeah, it it's really neat. It's just, it's a little app that I have on my, my I don't know what you call it, my toolbar, um, and I type in any thing I don't want spoiled so like right now I have um uh this one oh so if anything for the DCEU the DC Extended Universe I have that I type it into this this bar and now it'll put a red bar over anything that could possibly be a spoiler for the DC Universe so even though I hate the DC Universe I don't want it spoiled um so here just an example if I want to see this I can press show spoiler and it's just the word DCEU. But if I was on Twitter and it had a movie poster, if I had a trailer, or if I had a, you know, some new development, it would just put a red bar over it for me on my computer. And hmm. so I, you can't do it on your phone. It's just on my laptop. But it's nice when I go to a coffee shop. I just want to hang on Twitter for a bit and see what movie stuff is out there without getting stuff spoiled for me. It's a huge lifesaver. Sounds so hard, though. <laughs> it's tough, but like I said, it's fun. You know, and it's a bummer when you get something spoiled for you because it's like you cheated on a diet, you know. But honestly, though, guys, like, not even kidding, it has been so worthwhile. Like, to go into a movie, movie pier, and, and to going into The Last Jedi, I, I, it was out in theaters for two months before I went and saw it because it was still, it had a late um, release in Germany. And uh, I just didn't have the money or transportation to get to the theater because it was so far away. Finally, um, for Christmas, someone bought me tickets to go see it, and then I had sat on tickets forever, and finally was able to go. And for two months, I mean, I was in Germany, so it was kind of easy to not see tons of posts, but I went, you know, spoiler and trailer-free for, for The Last <laughs> Jedi until I went and saw it in theaters. And, um, man, it was worthwhile, because I came out liking the movie more than most people did, and I, I don't know if the trailer had a huge part in it or not, but the trailer, I think, gave people a different idea for what the movie's gonna be like you know and people, just like people need to calm down about know? that movie I know I just I, I think it's pretty good uh, what last so, year we're, we're talking about last year right yeah like I oh my god so like seeing that movie no idea after seeing it that it was gonna have the reaction it did I just mm-hmm. thought oh yeah it was good I, I liked it it's it's not as good as Force Awakens I didn't think mm-hmm. I, I thought I was gonna be the lone opinion there mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking that Force <laughs> Awakens better and I'm like but I'm like but oh, it was it's still good though they did a lot of stuff I've been waiting years for them to do that was great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like seeing so many reactions to it where I didn't even understand it at first, because on Twitter, I only followed people who were defending it. I didn't mm-hmm. see anybody who hated it, and I'm like, what are people talking about? Why are they defending the movie? The movie's good. It got good reviews. What are we talking about? Yeah. Apparently, every, just tons of people hated it. Yeah. Like, why? I, re- I saw it, like, three times, and every mm-hmm. time, I liked it even more. Yeah. And my One of my best friends, Taylor, he hates it. He can't stand really? it at all. Like, he he texted me, like, this, in like, probably the longest text I've ever seen. <laughs> just about that movie and how horrible it was and so I was and he, he waited to send it to me until after I saw it because he's he was the first person I met in person who doesn't watch trailers and so he helped me get into it for Logan and for um, Doctor Strange and that 
Um, originally, I heard the idea from another podcast, and they are I, everyone on the podcast hasn't watched trailers in years, and so I was pretty impressed. But, um, but yeah, that um, uh, Star Wars was the big one for him, and that you know going here was pretty tough. But I can't remember. I had another point, but I just forgot it. Something that you said. The last thing you said. Last Jedi. He was talking about why. He thought it was weird that people were defending it. Yeah. Oh, only following people who liked it. Yeah. Mark Hamill, like, hates it. Like he he's hate it. he's oh. been on Twitter uh, right away. Mark Hamill was just like all the stuff about Ryan Johnson. Like I like, think that was blown out of proportion. Maybe I but think I was what surprised happened at how much that he, he was hating on Ryan Johnson. He was not. He didn't liking like the, the direction they were gonna go character. with Luke because. Yeah. Or he died. Well, so and well, because well, not, no, not that, not that, just the grumpy old man on a rock. Yeah. Well, because what bi- bugs me about it is that everybody's judging the movie from the basis of, you know, there were the original three, and Luke did everything right, and you know he he was able to save the day. He was able to conquer the darkness, even though he was being swayed to the darkness, and then that should be the end because that's the end, right? But like. As a fantasy story, it's like, oh yeah, that's great, happily ever after. But it's like, then the movies, you know, they wanted to make more, and they're making books. And I'm reading a book right now called Star Wars Aftermath, which is a very, it's very boring. But like, there are a couple. <laughs> oh, you're, you're reading Aftermath? Though? Yeah, I'm reading it because I, I've been wanting to read some ever since a Solo actually came out. I've been wanting to like that movie got me really interested in doing expanded universe stuff. Mm-hmm. Mostly the stuff that's canon now. I'm sure yeah. if there's mm-hmm. recommendations of the older stuff, I'll read it. But uh, the Timothy's on uh, Thrawn, Thrawn trilogy. Thrawn trilogy. Yeah, I, everyone so, always talks yeah. about that. Other than that, don't I mean, skip it. <laughs> is that why it's basically all not canon? Pretty anymore? much that. There's a few others that are good, but but like I was reading that and I'm like a lot of this is boring, but a lot of the good points they come up with is the fact that you know in Return of the Jedi, right after they you know they're going through all the cities in the special edition, they do that they go through all the cities of everyone reacting and everyone's cheering. They're pulling down that. Palpatine statue. Well, the book directly references that, and stormtroopers show up, and they start shooting everybody who's doing that because you know it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> just because the Death Star blew up doesn't mean that they're technically out of control now. Yeah. It just means they're falling apart, and they're also you know they have to fight against them. There's mm-hmm. a lot of other talk about like there's one character who is part of the Empire who says this in the book. She said, I thought doing those Death Stars was a terrible idea. And I was like, it's amazing because I'm like, you know, you never think about the political implications of Mm -hmm. that series because, you know, we take it as, oh, there were three movies are all uh, related to fantasy and they had a lot of fantasy origins and they were just, you know, uh, recreating old stories for a new age. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what those movies were. Mm Mm-hmm. But no one ever thought, well, if you expand it past that, what could you do with it? And I'm like, oh, well, now you can reference things like, you know, like in a real world, there would be someone in that actual political regime saying, I thought that was a terrible idea. I don't know why we did that, because Mm -hmm. people do that all the time. Mm -hmm. And now with The Last Jedi, yeah, of course, of course, Luke, you know, he tried training people. He was trying to still do the right thing, and it didn't work, and he lost all hope. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like the point. And I'm like, and then he redeems himself. And you, you can't put Luke on a pedestal like that. He's still like a person. He's gonna screw up. And yeah, know? and to me, like the perfect idea of the series is, yeah, you have the first three movies, you have the main guy, and he fails, and you redo it with the original trilogy, and the guy succeeds. And you know, it's just a matter of one guy could just do it right despite his circumstance, and one guy could do it wrong despite you know because of his circumstance. Yeah. 
that's a great series, but like mm-hmm. the whole idea of Luke, I don't know. Like I, people are so angry about it, but I'm like, I get why they are, but you also have to like, you have to let a character do different things. Like you have to let them make yeah. mistakes. The characters make mistakes, even if they're perfect. You Everybody know? makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. <laughs> Everybody has those days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're, we're gonna do a Star Wars though. podcast. Yeah, yeah so good. a very in-depth one. Yeah, um, that's pro- probably we'll, one that we'll need a lot of preparation out. for it. But um, we should all make Star Wars nicknames for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sounds good. Same. Red Five, Rogue Two, <laughs> uh, Rogue uh, uh, One. Oh my god. <laughs> um, cool. Well, we'll talk more about. Uh, you guys maybe go on pier for Infinity War? Infinity I will pier? think about it. Avengers pier? We'll have to have a poll for that maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And everyone yeah, will send us in your suggestions. Leave a comment or whatever. You know, you're the audience. You guys can direct us. Dude, if you guys think that Zach and, and Justin can make it all the way through the, uh, um, you know, I don't know what you'd call it, the promotional season <laughs> leading Marketing up to Avengers. Campaign. Maybe like we could do like an award or something. Like you guys get, I'll give you guys both twenty bucks or something. Dude, if you guys I'll do it. Do it. I, I'll, I would do I'll that because it's worth. How about it. you just pay for a movie ticket? Probably. That'd, yeah. That'd make more. I I will buy you guys the movie. I'll buy you any drinks or popcorn you want. How about that? I and won't pay for a significant other. Huh? And the movie. And the movie. Sweet. I will Man, do that. That's that's my enough. as you guys as my witness, the audience and. I w- this doesn't go for you, but this challenge was originally for you, audience. <laughs> wait, well, wait a minute. Like, wait, uh, what happened to the other challenge? Because uh, the, the summer movie challenge, who won that? Because- I can't say yet because oh. we need everyone on the podcast for it. I mean, wait till like we talk about the movies right. for a bit, so no one will know. Hopefully, next week we can get uh, the other two on board to uh, do mm. the summer movie contest. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I hope you liked this episode. Oh, uh, next week, you know, you know what we should do? Uh, we should have a giveaway because I've been meaning to bring this up forever. But yeah. you know, like, uh, who'd want to do that? I could, I could buy a Blu-ray, do a little giveaway. You know, share the podcast and everything. Not for this episode, but next week, let's do it. I'll buy something and we'll give it away. How about like anyone the, who shares the episode? Yeah, and then we'll put like like a drawing. Yeah, and and, oh, get people. Get talking. Well, can people about the who podcast. are on the podcast also enter? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just I'll get out of here, it. Zach. I'll share it. So I'll much. share it. We'll make so many accounts. Just to share That's it. a good idea. Let's do. Let's do a giveaway. Let's yeah, do something so good. I was thinking about doing t-shirts and stuff. Oh, like, dude, someone's want t-shirts. Just black <laughs> with the logo. Anyway, yeah. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. And like, seriously, message us or comment on this or share the episode. Do whatever you need to do and tell us what you want. If you want Zach and Justin to go through with this, give us ideas for what we should do for future episodes, um, and just let us know your opinions. Argue. and that's we're, we're meeting so that we can argue about movies, if they're good or not, how to watch movies, and uh, together we'll make this world a better place. <laughs> um, yeah. Always remember. <laughs> remember. Always, oh, oh, always remember. Back. Always remember. Beware the of the cinema swamp. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Alright. Amen. <laughs> ending yet, but so good. You made it through the cinema swamp. Does Hunter make some good points? Or does Zach and Justin hold the high ground on trailer opinions? Let us know who you side with on social media at Cinema Swamp on Instagram or Twitter. Also, listen up, Swampsters. Be sure to get in on our Blu-ray giveaway by sharing our podcast. We'll see you next time. And remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp. Mm-hmm.